Satnam, beautiful goddesses. Spring equinox is a time of cleansing, a time of purification and detoxification. Our ancient ancestors like the Egyptians celebrated this time as the rebirth and resurrection of the Mayans also celebrate this time as they revered and worshiped the god Kukalkan, god, serpent god of the uh, Chichen Itza temple. And for yogic scientists like us, this is a time of cleansing the subconscious mind, clearing out the garbage so that we can connect to the incredible gateway portal of energy that's opening for us so that we ourselves can resurrect and rebirth. This week, we've been talking about detoxification, body, mind, and spirit, and I'm so excited because it's Friday, and you know what happens on Friday? Lizzie joins me so she can help me break it all down for you. Welcome to the Sovereign Woman Show podcast, where it is our mission to awaken women spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools they need to heal their inner child wounds, reprogram the subconscious mind, and break all ancestral karmic cycles from their lineage. Lizzie, you're here. I'm oh so happy. We made it. Okay, we've had some major technical <laughs> issues here where I, we've, we haven't been able to get on live. I don't know what's going on with my phone. It's just been doing weird things. But we did it, Lizzie. And this is one of the most important ep episodes we are actually needing to put out to the community because there is so much opportunity right now in the air to rewire the subconscious mind, to really become aware of those patterns and programs that have been with us for way too long, and to release ourselves from anything that's holding us down, whether that's energy of emotions, physical instabilities, mental instabilities, whatever that looks like, spiritual instabilities, right? Uh, this is an epic time to be alive and a huge opportunity to grow and to really learn more about yourself. So this week, we've been talking about detoxification and purification. How are you, first and foremost? And then I'm going to ask you some questions <laughs> to get your perspective on this, because I always love to hear your perspective, like aha moments galore. <laughs> yeah, I know. Can you hear me okay first? I can hear you. You sound a little uh, light, but let me see. It might be my phone. Let me check it out. Okay, there you go. I think it was just me, too. Okay, can you hear me? I know this was a hot mess this morning. What the heck? <laughs> everything was trying to stop us from speaking about this so this must be good right i know i'm doing good it's friday i love fridays um they're the best days because i get to like divulge everything that i have like gone through during the week which is pretty awesome sorry i'm just fixing this yeah go ahead take your time because you know <laughs> Uh, we had a rough uh, couple. Of <laughs> you guys have waited 30 minutes. You can wait like two more minutes. So I can I know. This <laughs> Even when you try to come on on time, it's like, it doesn't matter. Something will happen. You know? Exactly. So what do you think about this whole time? Like spring equinox, you know, it's such a mystical. First, let's talk about the mysticism behind it and the, um, the history behind it there's a you know even before easter because we celebrate easter around this time through the christian religion uh before easter we had the ancient egyptians who basically built these incredible pyramids like the giza pyramid and the sphinx and these pyramids were aligned with the sun and the moon obviously and specifically with the sun and specifically with the spring equinox which equinox means equal equal in day and night, 12 hours a day, 12 hours a night. So we're moving into balance, right? Then you've got the Mayans, beautiful Mayans, Chichen Itza, 
that you've been there, I've been there. The mm -hmm. Kukalkan Temple, where mm -hmm. literally in spring equinox, twice a year actually, you see the serpent, um, serpent king, uh, basically inviting us to welcome us into this uh, new, new rebirth and resurrection. Our ancient ancestors were so connected to these times and of and space with Mother Earth, right? Spiritually speaking, for you. How have you experienced this equinox? Because remember, we had such great transformative experiences in the Great Conjunction. Remember the Great Conjunction? Yeah. Saturn and Jupiter. Well, guess what, ladies? Tomorrow is also the beginning of the astrological year, right? Which means we have brand new Aries season and it starts a brand new astrological year. But what's really cool about tomorrow is that the sun as it's joining with Aries, is finally going to be in a position to look at the Saturn and Jupiter conjunction that happened in the winter solstice. So whatever you were planting the seeds on back then, it is going to take full momentum right now, if you're aware and hyper aware, right? So for you, how have you been sensing and feeling these energies? Is Do you feel like new chapters are starting in your life or has it just felt more stagnant because we just came out of Pisces season, which was really emotional too. So what do you, what have you felt? Oh my gosh. It's so crazy. You said that actually, cause that totally resonates with the, the conjunct that I experienced in that meditation weekend and then move forward. Now, like I, I knew I was birthing something and I kept telling you something's like being reborn in me. And I kept saying, I'm so glad I said it out loud. So I don't, I don't feel like a crazy person, you know, but during those that month in December, I was like, something's happening, something's being reborn in me, or I'm, you know, giving birth. I know you kind of went through that same thing too, that feeling of rebirth. But to finally see it, like you, the vision that you maybe not even had now to where you're at now, the for me, like the self love that I was searching for within the last couple months, I kind of just connected the two dots and I said, okay, yeah, the self-love, well, it's within me, silly. Like that's where it starts. You've been looking everywhere and you forget that it's already in you. So it is, it, it, I, it's shining a light right now onto what I was seeking for then. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And look at all that has happened personally, like in your relationships and your business how you've been able to take it off from December to where it is now. Yeah. You were up to like one thirty in the morning last night, uh, placing, mm -hmm. getting those orders ready. Yeah. So that is, I got chills thinking about your growth from December to here. And, and it probably makes a lot of sense to you what I was talking about with the sun now being able to see Jupiter and Saturn and, and exactly what the transformation is about. So now we're going to be picking up momentum. You know, the spring equinox becomes like this portal where we walk into this new reality. And a lot of things we've been talking about is not going back to our old patterns and behaviors. And that's why we detox, especially the not just the body, which is important. It's important for us to, for example, look at uh, seasonal foods and eat more of that so it can help us uh, recalibrate our energies right but uh, subconscious mind you know the, those inner child programs because I, I really see what I see with this um, this specific equinox is that yes we're walking into this brand new self but there it's almost like you bought a company that you needed to go into and totally revamp you needed to really clean mm -hmm. it 
from the systems, from the procedures, from the processes that just are not working for that company anymore. And you yourself, if you are detoxed and purified, if you're spiritually connected, you can then align with the intuitive messages to help you move into this energy in sovereignty versus trying to create again from the egoic mind. I mean, how do you see that play out in your life? <laughs> That's so funny. You know, I just, I wish people would actually hear this and can make the connection. Um, spring cleaning, right? That you do it in spring. Like, why do we think, I think we are more connected to our source than we actually think. Um, and we're more connected to Mother Earth than we actually think. And we're more connected to the stars. And what the stars are telling us is really what's happening here, right? Why in spring, during the spring equinox of cleaning things out, rewiring, we also do spring cleaning and we clean our home. Like what, you know, when you start putting things in that way, you start seeing the connection to your everyday human, <laughs> you know, um, 3D life that you experience here. And that really is that in itself saying spring cleaning, we're cleaning out all the stuff that's cluttered in our homes, you know, taking it out and making room for all of the new things that are going to be coming. It's the same thing. So it's not like spiritual jibber dash, you know, jibber whatever that we're talking about. Really, if you just put it methodically into your life, it's, it's really where you, where most of us are. Right. And some of us are, are, we don't do that stuff, but if you really think of it that way, that's pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that. Uh, clearing and, and cleaning is actually an abundance ritual, whether you're doing that in your home and you're cleansing your home, you're, uh, you're cleansing your body, you're bringing, you're allowing the space to then bring in more, you mm -hmm. know, and to bring in more prosperity into your life. Because when we're stagnant in the mind and we're not clear in the mind, neither is our home usually, our relationships. And then what happens is that we block off prosperity in our life. Now, and I realized for me, because I felt like I was sharing with you this week, every day felt like I was growing a thousand years. You know, I'm, I've been doing this five-day juice cleanse. This is day four and a half. I'll be done with it tomorrow at noon. So that always gets me into a higher frequency, much more intuitive. My dream state has been completely lucid, where a lot of uh, old past triggers were coming up. And it was very, very interesting because... I started to really reflect on to as to why some people go back to those old behaviors beyond self-efficacy, why, how important it is for us as women to really understand the lesson here. And for me, it really was about acceptance and about even when those uncomfortable emotions, because I've been detoxing, feeling all that I feel, we've been in the Pisces season, you know, I've been feeling all that I feel. I needed to be comfortable that those emotions were still in me. And I needed to accept them before I could actually even, you know, move into the awareness of change. And I think a lot of people, they don't want to do the inner work because they don't want to become aware that they are their own biggest enemy. Yet, as you become aware, that's where the grace comes in for you to be able to slow down enough and, and accept and love yourself fully for who you are. And, and, as part of healing, I think that's such an important thing to remember because we're talking a lot about detoxification, purification. Don't go back to those old patterns, but I think it's just as important for us to talk about how important it is to accept yourself wherever you are in the journey 
And I think for us at the in our community, you know, some of us are fasting, some of us are not. Some of us are doing it for three days. Some of us are doing it for five days. There was uh, some comments today about how one uh, decided that her body needed food, so she ha- she uh, fed her food a body. Another one decided too that tonight she was gonna break her fast. To me, that's all a very high level of sovereignty because you need to have this incredible connection to yourself so that you make the right decisions for you and so that number one you don't ever feel guilty because that's the one thing that we were talking about yesterday right how has this shown up for you in this rebirth because you've grown so much from december Mm -hmm. so as your old patterns were coming back or did they what were what were ways that you learned to alchemize that so that you could have more compassion for yourself yeah, that's that's good. So for me, the detoxification starts in the mind, you know, um, that's really the most powerful form of detoxification. And that's true. I mean, knowing yourself and knowing that, okay, if I'm doing this fast, and I, I need I feel like this is what I need today, my body needs this is taking that that step. Um, for me, personally, I do get my old patterns coming back quite often. Um, in form of of, of self doubt, um, and then what I do actually is to push out of those patterns, is to get myself uncomfortable. So you'll see me on my Instagram stories, and I'll be talking, um, or you will see me just doing things that I don't typically do. Another thing that I have been telling myself lately too is. And it's kind of, I had already told you this, but I kind of start seeing everybody just as children, like we're all learning, right? And everybody's had a different life experience. And so we're all learning and going down different paths. So not one person knows more. Maybe one person does know more about something, right? But you have to remember that they all started out where you were, you know, at some point. And so really that gives me grace of of when those thoughts come in where it's like you know well why are you doing that you're not good at doing that you never done that before you know those old thought patterns or people aren't even gonna you know nobody's like really into what you're doing or whatever right but i'm into what i'm doing and and i'm the process i'm learning to love the process and i'm learning to love the highs and the lows the days where I feel really good or the days where I feel like I need to be in bed by seven and I feel terrible because I could have done much more than I actually did that day. Um, learning to just go to sleep, you know, fall asleep or lay down, relax. So knowing myself enough and knowing my toxic patterns enough that when they do creep up, I can make that decision to say, you know what, I'm not going to do nails today because I know if I, if I do them today or I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sit there and try to have a conversation with my husband because my, my vibes are just like not there. You know, I'm feeling these, these emotions and these things. So it, it always goes back to knowing yourself so well, even knowing your toxic patterns. Yes. And you can't do that until you actually go within and see those toxic patterns. You actually have to experience them at out of body you know, you have to see yourself for who you really are. Not good, bad, just that's, you know, the way that your life brought you here, you know, and it's, it's, it's not, it's not pushing that stuff away. And I, and you know me, I used to push my emotions. I used to push my thoughts 
down deep deep i used to stuff everything that i could down even just speaking i didn't even want to speak you know and now i've learned that when i don't want to speak that that's okay but that doesn't mean that i'm not going to speak forever plus you're building so much self efficacy when you actually become aware that you're going back to those old patterns of not wanting to speak your voice and then you actually force yourself to get out and do a story on instagram and you really couldn't do that if you weren't if you didn't have control of the mind more and as well as the nervous system because right. as women we're always growing you know all of the women that we work with in our in our community they're overachieving they're they're doing amazing things with their life why because they were chosen by the ancestors to break some serious ancestral karma right, right. so they're going to be growing and they're going to be growing faster than other women i grow I, I grow really fast. Like I, I do a lot of inner work, but I, I like to take quantum leaps in growth. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not, and you know, that's also a problem because you have taught me how to slow down yeah. and enjoy and not move into, but that's the type of woman that I attract too. those women that, you know, they're leaders, they're community leaders, they're leaders in their household, they're leaders in their workplace. And a lot of people seek their attention. And what you talked about is basically awareness. And a lot of people are so afraid of the awareness because they don't want to connect with the truth. And I think it goes back to that whole, when you do see that dark shadow or you see that aspect, you don't want to accept it. You don't. You want to continue to point the finger, become victimized and point the finger to something that happened to you as a child, your husband, society, the government. I mean, I could go on and on about all the different things that we could feel victimized around. Right. So and and sometimes, too, it's, it's like those memories are painful. You know, those memories are filled with emotions that if you don't know how to step out of them, you feel like you will get drowned in them. You know, when I was when I was a kid or you know, growing up, I used to always have this dream of drowning and my fear of drowning and being like in under a cave and just not being able to find the surface, just drowning. And now where, where I actually just right now, I realized that because I always thought, well, maybe that's trying to tell me something that I and I hate water, you know, like I hate being around water. It's just this fear around drowning. And I think for me personally, it relates back to I'm afraid of going into my past and my emotions that I feel like I'm going to drown and not be able to find my way out of them because of the guilt that really is is real. You know, it's true. It So it's it's knowing getting strong enough and going little by little also you know, going into those emotions and having the support system too, you know, because when I went through my journey, my spiritual journey, like if I didn't have you guys or the community, I, I really think that I would have gone in like really into a, a tough time. And it would have taken me a long time to just break out of the patterns that I had. But it's funny, you, you, that just came to me, like, you know, that, that drowning dream, I, it, I was thinking about it this morning, too. <laughs> wow. I got chills because that's exactly what it means. I mean, water, reflection of the emotions, and then the cave, you know, the darkness and, and not being able to come out of there. 
it's it's a very I'm, I'm glad that you brought it up because it is not I'm not saying it's easy at all especially right. as it relates to uh, really deep wounds like that and the cosmos the energy that's with us right now guess what it's opening up all these wounds I mean, I talked about all of that last week in the podcast. You guys can go check out the replays, but we are being transmuted. We're becoming sensory beings because we're so stimulated yeah. from everything outside of the world that we can feel everything. And yeah. so the to truly thrive in the age of Aquarius and this new age we're moving to, you have to be emotionally intelligent. Yeah. Intellect is not going to take you anywhere. And I know very overachieving women who are hitting those plateaus, nervous systems are breaking down. Why? Because the subconscious mind, their inner child programs, they're, 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 you can't tuck them away anymore unless you're totally sedated on drugs and alcohol all day, you know? And that's what a lot of people are doing as well too, which is really, really sad. So no, no judgment because everyone is feeling, every, everyone's in that cave right now, in that cave. And if you're not learning how to process, and more importantly, I think, like you said, awareness of acceptance, having that compassion for yourself, saying, you know what, this is where I've been and I accept myself fully. And then fully, then at that moment, that's when everything changes, where the momentum starts to take you into your next part of the journey. So how have you been able to do this uh, as a, because obviously there's major growth here, you know, mm -hmm. what are some things uh, that have kept you grounded through all of these changes? I know for, I know, right away I can tell because of the work you're doing I mean staying in the flow till 1 30 in the morning mm -hmm. you made a comment about how that actually has effect has impacted your your other job as well right yeah and it's something that I didn't see but it's something that my husband had said the other day he's like hey you know ever since you start doing nails um you've not been complaining about your like my normal job because I, I have a job <laughs> like <laughs> I I am part of society and a job <laughs> Um, and then, you know, and then I do my nails on the side. So it's like, I don't know, it's all the excuses that I had made up in my head of not having enough time and not having enough energy and really the meditation and going through that growth, uh, pretty and going through the academy, honestly, like that was that was the beginning, the academy for me was the beginning, you know, going through your sovereign woman academy, that eight week, week program. And then I had my dark night like like where I thought like yeah. what the hell I did all the meditation and now I'm I I feel like I'm going through a, like a depression like a deep depression which I thought the meditation was supposed to make <laughs> me enlightened and give me good vibes every day all day every hour and so then I had that that really tough breakdown and then after that I realized that okay the work just started, you know, it just started, girl, like, and this is life in general, you guys, we think that we're like, we get to a certain stage, and that we're good. And it's like, no, it's actually just starting. And when I think when I went through that, I realized that, okay, so it's not a destination, actually, it's, it wasn't the white picket fence, and the family and the husband that I was trying to get to, which was my dream, you know, it's not that it's, it's actually the journey to that, that, that really is what, what I was looking for to fill me up. Right. And then the journey back, which then turned into the journey back to myself, 
And then I realized that it was never the dream that I had as a child, but actually it was my soul's purpose to come back home to me. And it's the journey to that. So when we feel like, wait, we're, we're doing all this, we're going to church, we're, we're trying to be more connected to the family, we're doing all this stuff, like, why am I still not feeling at full? Well, that's because you're, you're thinking about the end, where you're going, and it's actually in the middle of it. I mean, I think we, we all hear quotes and poems about the rough days, that those are the best growth for one as a human and as a soul. And that's what we're here to do, right? Is to come back home to ourselves. Mm. Oh, so much wisdom. So being able to just surrender to the process and not ever being living as not attached to any type of outcome. Yeah. And not only for yourself, but also for other people, because I know I have uh, many women that I uh, coach and mentor within the community that struggle with not being able to change their family, like their husband or their son or things of that nature, you know? And we did too. <laughs> I did. Oh, heck yeah. Even, it was even a project for me, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, why not? Because I didn't want to deal with my own stuff. So let me try to fix him. How did that work out for you? Yeah, no, it, it just uh, threw me down a spiral of, of growth. <laughs> Another spiral of growth. Exactly. Christina says, I feel this. I'm just now accepting that there are cycles, not good or bad, but cycles. I love that growth. Come back home to ourselves. I love that. Yes. And she's perfectly, Lizzie, you're describing the heroine's journey. Mm -hmm. And Christina, you know, we always have to look at ourselves. The linear time doesn't exist. And as we progress and evolve more as human consciousness, we're going to start seeing this. And we're going to be able to live interdimensionally you just watch with the technology and we're activating ourselves from within right it's not linear and we have to always look at the healing journey and our life as this incredible it cycles just like the moon there's a new moon and there's a full moon there's a and the new there's no bad or good yeah cycles right and we get to either push against the cycle and not accept where we're at or we can surrender fully with strength and conviction of who we are, control the mind, because that's where the issue really lies, and allow the miracles to come on in. Exactly. And I know I can prove that it cycles because I feel like every time during a certain month, the same text messages come through of, if my husband looks at me in this way, I'm going to like throw something at him. <laughs> you know, or we, you know, there's like cycles of when when those text messages between your girlfriends come through and it's like, we're all going into, we're like, we thought we were ahead of this already. We thought we had forgiven, you know, we thought we had moved out of this or my mom's acting crazy again and she's going off, you know, it's like those cycles where it's like, that's really a good way to track and to really see physically that we do live in cycles, you know, that it's not, our, our growth and our life is actually not like this is what we're taught, right? That you go from age number, this number, and age number, that number. And then, you know, you do that, but it's actually, we're doing this, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people are on, on click mode where they're, if you're not aware, you know, one way that I do this, and I was actually going to text you guys this morning because it was deep. Uh, I go to my, my Facebook memories and I look at the memories and I swear to God, it's the same stuff I'm thinking. I just figured out last night, two major dark nights of the soul happen 
the same day, six years apart, the same day. And both of them had to do with the same thing. And the second time is when I stopped drinking alcohol. Insane. God was already telling me six years ago, hey, this is what you need to do. Exact same day. I get chills at looking at this. It's like, Mm -hmm. our problem is that we are not aware and present Mm -hmm. with every moment and especially with those things that we see as adversity or those toxic patterns within us right when we can learn to be with them and not judge them let's not react let's not point the finger outward let's really look slow down and look at it and how can i respond to myself with love how can i respond to that inner child and say you know what i see you i know how hard it's been but you're not the same human being you are Worship, you're loved, you're God's highest child. And to be able to do that versus attack, that's what breaks those cycles. That's what breaks them. Yeah. So it's been, this week has just been so much awareness, so much awareness and, and compassion for myself, for even uh, some of the, I remember I shared with you all during that week where I was triggered by a specific situation by a woman I went back and actually saw uh, one of her videos and she actually inspired me so much. Last night, she said something that allowed me to look at how I was judging and how I need to have compassion not only for her, but for myself because I was acting holier than thou again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And her whole video was like, it was speaking to me, even though I didn't want to go watch it because I was judging her. And I went, you know, the right time at the right place and I was like, oh, Wow. I gave it a like and I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. And a lot of that time is just like, how open are you when you're coming out into the world? You know, it's my, it's something that kind of, I always remember because my husband always used to say this, I am an open vessel. Like he was going through his little spiritual journey because he, he had, he was having a rough time. And so he went about it his own way. And I just remember him always saying like, But I tell God, I'm an open vessel. I'm an open vessel. Fill me. And really, that's that's the mentality we should be having, right? Because if we walk into this world pretending like we know everything, you know, and then then where's the wonderment in that? Where is the when just think of like my daughter, she's in kindergarten right now. And every time she comes home, she's like, look at all of this that I learned. Like. (laughs) You know, just like throws all the papers at me and it's like, look at everything that I learned today, you know, and that's like, that's how we should come. Just because we're a certain age doesn't mean we should know something, you know, we're we're always learning. And I think that's a really good mantra to, to kind of have, you know, when you wake up, all right, I'm an open vessel. What am I, you know, what am I going to learn today? <laughs> I love that. I could just see her like just going like this. <laughs> yeah, she runs into the house and her backpack comes off and then she's like, look, on the bed, just spreads everything out. <laughs> and excited because she's yeah. learning. She doesn't think she's a, her ego is not in place. No. And, and that is true. We all are mentors as well as students. We're all yeah. students and teachers at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. I teach a course in miracles, but I, I'm, I first more as I'm a student. Yeah. And the course says that. You know, so, and we're always going to be students of life. I mean, unless you truly atone and become enlightened, then you don't have to repeat this incarnation, which is a possibility. We got the tools for you at Satori. That's what you want to do. <laughs> but most of us, you know, we are, we're, we're looking for uh, what that word that you use this one New Year's Eve that I was like, that is so 
revolutionary because I never thought about that. You said, my only desire for New Year, for the next year is to be content. And I was like, content? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I know. I get such backlash because of that with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so beautiful because when you're in a state of contemption, you don't need anything. So everything comes to you. Yeah. You don't need anything. And, and see, we're taught differently. We're taught Piscean, masculine energy. You got to want something. What are your goals, your visions? Write them down. You know, I was a business coach. Come on. That's all we did. Numbers, 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 which is great. But if you don't know who you are and you're not happy with what you, where you're at and what you have already, you are blocking off the uh, miracles from the universe. And, and believe me, this is something that I had to rewire in me being only, you know how masculine driven I was. Mm -hmm. Like you and I are the perfect balance because you... You were always in the, in the um, uh, femininity, but mm -hmm. I was always in the masculinity. So it was always like, you know, help each mm -hmm. other out right here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's always good to know that too. Like one thing about realizing yourself is just like, because then you can see who you're around. And if you're around somebody that's very alpha and you're, you know, your guys are clashing, then you have to realize that. And, and that's the flow of, of relationships too um the flow of any relationship it doesn't have to be your husband it can be your mom if your mom is alpha you know or if your mom has a certain type of personality more masculine then you have to know how to that is a beauty of actually being aware of not only yourself but others around you or having the awareness of yourself so much that you you can see others and where they are and you can see how they come and then that way when you come to them it's all about how you come to them which is still something we're working with my husband it's not about what you tell me boo it's about the way you come at it okay because if you're coming at me crazy i'm gonna come at you crazy too it's just not gonna work and then you're gonna have to step down because no one's gonna win <laughs> and energy don't lie uh -huh. yeah exactly i can feel you you don't even have to it's not about the way you say it it's about the way you come at me the pastor tried to tell him that so he's still learning okay <laughs> but he's like this is the only way you'll listen <laughs> yeah and then like three days later it's of like course. oh my god babe i just had this realization he's like yeah that's what i told you three days ago i was like yeah but you didn't come at me the way you needed to come at me so you're still learning exactly and that is why relationships are the law most strenuous yoga you can ever practice they're funny they're so funny mirrors mirrors and and just ability for you to grow that's that's the only way i could see them and and yeah being you have to know yourself to be able to do that and seeing like you said everyone as children helps guys i know it sounds silly but literally when someone's attacking you it's not it's their inner child program it's the it's their hurt it's their pain so imagine if you go back and attack and kick that little child's ass, you know, it's, it's not going to be cool. So it always takes us learning how to be in our satnam, learning to know who we are so we don't take things personal and acceptance. I think it just goes back to this. You know, we detoxify, we purify, we cleanse during these times, not because we're broken, not because we're worthless, not because, you know, we're never going to heal. We do it to raise our frequency so we can have a higher conscious awareness of who we are in our power, in the neutrality in the awareness in the light and in the dark and realizing that this whole world is a freaking ride and it is a gift yeah yeah definitely and it's something you that just hit me is um 
I don't know, I can't remember her name, Brene Brown. Um, yes. I love her, okay, but she says that we're all walking out in armor. Like, we, we're all walking out in society and we all have our armor on, you know, and it's like, it's a lot to have to unpack right take our armor off so that we can really have like interactions with other people and be open with other people and if someone doesn't agree with you or the way that you see things which is i think a lesson that we had this week as well that we have to be able to take that armor off to be able to not only listen to where the other person is coming from so that they can remove their armor too because if you're walking around with your armor you know how do you expect others to you know, not carry theirs, you know, and be open to you. And really the work that we do is, is, is by helping others remove their armor. Cause guess what? Then the next day they might say, you know what? I don't need this. I don't need that slowly one thing at a time. But if we're walking around in ours, how do we expect others, you know, to be open to us? And that's, that really to me is going to be such a, a healing thing and a lot of things that are happening in our society right now which i can name a lot of things that are causing us to put on our, our armor you know our experiences that we've gone through that we decided that we have to protect ourselves you know which i'm not saying don't protect yourself but you know really we have to be the ch the change you know you know, it's just, it's so important. I feel like it's so important to have to say that. Oh my God, that was such a beautiful analogy. And it's so true. And, and I think where how you protect yourself, because you don't need an armor, because if you remember who you are, you're not a body. So people are freaking out, because they're so afraid to die, and they're forgetting to live, right? We, we teach this through the metaphysics, you're an infinite soul, and you can collapse time through that awareness. So in, in, in understanding that, I think there's so much wisdom in being able to say, who am I? I'm okay, perfectly okay with who I am, right? And, I'm, and I accept myself fully in this moment so that I can learn to not carry that armor because how you protect yourself is by raising your frequency. You don't need to like do spells against people or, or do stuff like even the stuff that we wear, like my tantric necklace is broken right now, but um, it's getting repaired. Dr. Haridas is sending it back today. Yay. Mine and my <laughs> Maida, both of them broke at the same time, the same day. And these are, these are, uh, they bring more power to your meditation and to your mantra. But the way you protect yourself in this dual universe is by raising your frequency and how you do that is by detoxification it's by detoxification of the emotions that weigh you down the foods you eat but see the thing is that when you heal the mind you will make better choices about what you consume and you allow to be put in the body you know it, it just happens naturally but it doesn't happen i stop putting the stuff in my body and then the mind it never happens that way so yeah. if you want to protect yourself from spiritual warfare from anything then guess what you keep yourself in high frequency that means remember who you are, do the inner work, keep your uh, frequent, what's high frequency? High frequency means emotions that are high frequency, gratitude, compassion, kindness. That's an armor because that yeah. armor protects your heart because you are not taking stuff personal. Don't you think? Oh yeah. That's such a stronger armor than the armor of fear and, and isolation and, judgment right if you walk out and you come with love and compassion that person that looked at you sideways like it's not gonna affect you 
you know, the way that, that something else might, you know, it's, it really, I, I can't say this enough where it's like, it's true. We, if we want to see a change, we have to be the change. We can't go out and change other people. There, God gave us free will. You know, we all have free will to do what we want to do. That's that's our God-given gift here on this earth, right? So it's it's not about changing other people's minds. It's about changing yourself so that when you walk out into the world, people really are seeing you and you see people for who they are and then you know how to interact with people and you know what might trigger someone but you won't know that if you don't take a minute to listen to them because you're so concerned about armoring up you know so yeah especially yeah. like with our families and, and our close relatives you know yeah. you the thing is again we, we redirect that energy and refocus it to us and it one moment of acceptance for that human being could be yeah. that moment that they need to heal you know, yeah, when, when we talked about this too on, you know, with uh, on Tuesday with our group, yeah. you know, we we give others that grace that they can only feel through God. Yeah. You know, when you forgive someone, you really forgive someone. It's like it's freeing to them, to yourself too, but it's freeing to them because you're not seeing them as the sin you're not seeing them as the mistake you're seeing them as god's child as just a, another soul right you're seeing them the same way that you are so if you struggle with forgiveness to anyone really you're it's so such a freeing experience for yourself and for that other person man because if I can get forgiven by someone, if somebody can find it, if I hurt someone and they can find it in their heart to forgive me, that frees me of all the guilt. Even though I shouldn't have that, it's something that we do experience here because we're not perfect. But if somebody, if somebody expresses that to you, so what better way than just to give it? It doesn't cost it does it it's work it is work because it's an acceptance you have to do for yourself but man you, you forgiving someone is i mean it's the greatest gift it is and it takes just as much work to hold on to the grievance i sure do hell yeah it does it's not easy mm -hmm. and and ultimately god doesn't judge that's what we're trying to all rewire the subconscious mind from there's no God and heaven with a beard that's saying you did this wrong. You did this bad. How could that ever be? We have different cultures, lifestyles, people. Some people think it's okay to do this while they're, I mean, that would be the stupidest thing to believe. The only person or the only consciousness that ever judges is our mind. And what is the mind? It's the ego that's programmed to believe we're separate from source, to believe we're sinners, to believe we are not worthy, to believe we have to work hard, to believe all these different beliefs of just you're not connected to this divinity that's always within you. So mm -hmm. when you find yourself in those moments, like I was, I judged, I'm telling you all, I judged. I, and I was like, I can't, I, I, and I didn't even catch it for like a month. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I caught it. <laughs> it was this week everything I needed to heal came up this week I was like holy shit and uh 
clicked on this and I'm like, this, she just taught me a big lesson. Thank you. And, and so this is what I mean. Whenever you're finding yourself in judgmental mode, and the, the good thing is that when you're doing the inner work, you just don't stay in those modes very long time. Yeah. And you don't go back to the old wounds. I don't go back to drinking alcohol. Hell no. I rewired that subconscious program quick because that stuff came from my ancestors. And I, and for me, it was not of you guys, but for me, I was the one that was the chosen one to carry this as an addiction. And now you're going to break it too. That's what my grandpa would tell me in my dreams and in my uh, meditation. Oh, wow. oh yeah. My grandpa, he's the one that would, he's the one that has always pushed me to stop drinking beyond my mom. He, my grandpa passed away, you guys, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so he, but he, a lot of people say that, I, that I, him and I are exactly the same. And I had such an amazing, my dad's dad, at, towards the end of his life, I had such a great relationship with him. So many times in my meditations, he would be the one that would say, you know, you're the one that's going to stop drinking for your entire lineage. And I was like, what? But you were such a fun drunk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> wow. How crazy. Because my grandpa came to me too. And it, my mom's, yeah. And was like, okay, you're going to forgive this because I've carried this guilt on for too long and I need you to transcend it and forgive. But now my grandma comes to me and it's uh, with Elise, I think my grandma Celia, uh, her food, um, you know, and her, the way she passed away. Um, I think Elise might be the one that have to transcend that when I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But that's beautiful to be able to be in awareness with that without judgment, right? Yeah, definitely no, because my grandma comes to me as a as a guardian angel for for my daughter, and she says, you know, I see this in your daughter. Like she shows me my dad, um, and when my dad was a kid, and you know, my dad struggles with some of his food um, habits, which we we do. Um, we're emotional eaters, and my dad is, and I feel like she's showing me a lease, and she's being her guardian angel for a reason. Um, but I, I'm like, thank you for coming to me and showing this to me because then I can, I can know that it's not, you know, not be upset at her when she deals with her, you know, where she feels like she needs to eat or she doesn't make whatever the thoughts we have, but her stems from emotional. And okay. so the fact that my, I can see that from my, my ancestors coming through, you know, showing me. And then I can help my daughter through that. Like that's, like that's amazing, amazing, priceless. Yeah, it's uh, beautiful, and it's in all of us. We just have to learn to go within yeah. and come. And that's why I mean this this work that we do. I've practiced so many different types of meditations of yoga, and when Kundalini came into my life, it was everything I was looking for. I mean, it was literally brought the healing circle home with the addiction to alcohol, with connecting with my grandfather, the ancestors, looking at all this pain that our family has carried. You, you were chosen on the other side with my grandpa, <laughs> with my mom's grandpa. And that stuff that you had to break is not easy either. And it's, on my end, you know, that shit was hard as fuck. Yeah, I mean, breaking alcoholism without any form of I mean, that's that to me, I never thought I would see the day to I'm going to be 100% <laughs> honest with you. I was like, I know this girl, she's got it in her. But Lord, I don't know. I don't know when it's gonna happen. Like, I really, I know it's coming, but I don't know when. Um, so I mean, breaking alcoholism, like I being sober for as long as you've been sober, really, like, 
damn, you know? <laughs> it feels fucking good though. Yeah, especially That's... now where you, where you can connect with grandpa and he's happy, you know, and the ancestors are happy and, and you know, the family, you know, even if, and again, not everyone's addicted. You can enjoy alcohol and, and be yeah. cool with that. Again, do your own choices. We're talking about sovereignty here. But just for me, that just wasn't, that was the thing I needed to break to truly find myself. And again, it was the inner work, the rewiring of the subconscious mind. And ultimately what I got down to, and this is why I teach it now, you have to heal your inner child. You have to, when I looked at all my problems that I was having, addiction to alcohol, uh, the relationship issues that I was having, being in a very high paying job, but hating the hell out of it, all of those things were my inner child programs not feeling worthy, seeing not enough, you know, all of those would created the addictions, the problems with the relationships, the not being able to leave, you know, even though I knew I needed to start this movement and help women with the things that I was struggling with. Yeah. All of it went down to the inner child. And when I learned to do this work, to connect back with her, to uh, give her the protection and love she needed, to tell her how amazing she is, how loved she is, how beautiful this life is. That's when my life started to change. And I was able to, like you said, take those freaking, those, uh, what do you call those things? Armors. Those armors down. Because, and then and, and I, I wish they were all gone, but sometimes they come back up as the judgmental mind. I mean, even this week we had that talk about, you know, me judging specific people doing specific things. And you actually shared this podcast that gave some great perspective which allowed me to really learn how not to put the armor back on. So mm -hmm. it's a journey, ladies. And, and we're being as honest as possible because we all need to be authentically honest and, and, and really say the truth about all this. And a lot of people are like, oh, spring equinox, rebirth. What does this mean? It means you have to truly be brave and courageous enough to face yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you want to give as a tip for our friends here? Like, spring equinox tomorrow, Aries, new astrological year. What would you, uh, if you had the perfect opportunity to do something, what would you do specifically? Wow, that's funny. You know, this weekend I'm actually going to a marriage retreat and it's called Oxygen. Incredible. <laughs> How funny. It's called Oxygen. What the hell? That's crazy. Um, yeah, breathe. Wow. obviously it's coming through strong um work work on your breathing work on your breathing um grab a go on youtube and search breathing meditations you know when my daughter gets super anxious and she has a lot of anxiety um or just like is like mom i can't sleep you know i'm not gonna fall asleep i breathing right away five in five hold five out five in five hold five out you know and it makes her fall asleep uh, it's coming through we need oxygen in our brains so breathe mm. whatever that means wh wherever you are i mean it's not you know it's not hard whatever you're doing just breathe yeah i love that you said that and and it's so beautiful that you're going to be spending spring equinox in a marriage retreat with your husband wow talk about yeah. Le leveling up and, and raising the frequency in that area of your life. That is beautiful, sister. Yes. And yes, a breath is, is so important. We, you can keep it simple. You know, one of the things that we're all being called to do is to connect more, more with Mother Nature, period. 
Lizzie just described an excellent way for you to restore your neutrality and your sovereignty back through the breath. It doesn't have to be complicated, guys. If you all want a, a couple of breathing meditations, you can go to my YouTube channel. There's a couple there. One actually works with the cold depression. So, and what it does is through the breath is you're getting oxygen in the brain. And, you know, a little bit of oxygen in the brain starts rewiring those neural pathways you know, bringing in new awareness, allowing you to be with compassion, you know, with those feelings of higher frequency. So it doesn't have to be complicated, ladies. So do something that you haven't done before. Build some self-efficacy, this, especially tomorrow, ladies, because it's going to, the energy, the momentum is going to pick up so fast right after this, that if you're not aligned with your heart and what you want, if you're not clear then the universe cannot give it to you. And the universe is going to give you crazy shit because you yourself, have not become clear on what it is you're doing now for us at satori we're going to be doing a i know you're going to be at the retreat this weekend which we for, forgive you for not being there I, I love that you're doing that i think it's so beautiful i'm going to be talking about the venus rebirth um happening next uh on the 23rd right after the equinox this is only this is so epic because it's uh, venus coming into the sun and venus is about relationships so there's a lot of opportunity for soulmate uh twin flame type of healing so next week, we're going to talk about the different types of attachment trauma styles that we have as women so we can really become aware of them as this we go through this transit because it can do two things. Fortify all of your relationships to a level that you've never experienced or it could also really destroy them on the other end if you are not becoming aware of those patterns because a lot of the past is coming up in the subconscious and we have become aware as to where we're playing a part in that too. So uh, the uh, workshop we're working on tomorrow, we're going to be actually uh, doing journaling on setting visions and stuff like that. And then we're also going to be practicing a specific Kriya for rebirth. That's another thing, ladies, that you can actually do, you know, be able to grab your journal, come outside, do some breathing techniques, sit with Mother Earth. If you can fast the first six hours, like the morning, even if you do intermittent fasting, just six mm -hmm. hours, connect and journal what you want to see as your vision. You know, I've, I've done workshops before where I keep the women's little papers and then I check them later and they've manifested, you know, and that's for me too, because this is like, there's so much magical energy. So this is not a time for you to think small. This is a time for you to really open your heart and get clear. And the only way you can do that is by detoxifying and the breath can help you. So some journaling exercises will do you will good tomorrow. A little bit of intermittent fasting, meditation is key, like I said, and surrendering. Just mm -hmm. surrender to every moment. You know, this is such an epic time. We'll never get 2021 spring equinox again. For me, it's magical. It's better than the new year. It's the beginning mm -hmm. of a new life and a new chapter. And we know we've all been working hard, inner work hard to, to transmute and change. So trust the process, ladies. We're almost there. <laughs> We're almost there. I do feel enlightenment is coming. <laughs> <laughs> It's the journey. Didn't we just talk about this? I know exactly. It's about the process. <laughs> I was kidding. So get excited because this is a really, really important time and day. Anything else that you want to share before we check out today? No, just um, something I'm seeing. Jade. Jade everything. You know, like the color jade. I'm really like loving jade. You know, like the Buddha, the jade Buddha chains. Um so I have these new nails I wanted to show you. Oh, they're jade and they have they're gold. 
Or those ones you sent me last night, they're beautiful. Yeah. yeah, so I'm gonna wear these today and I'm gonna show you guys a picture, but um, yeah, that's it. Jade. So do you, are, are you back ordered right now or how long is the wait right now? Right now I'm like two weeks. <laughs> I'd love, oh, and I'm coming out with the, uh, I did wanna share my new product that I'm super excited for that I'm putting together. I am, it's a nourishing oil for your cuticles, your hands, your ashy elbows. Um, <laughs> so I'm putting those together soon and I can't wait to show you guys vitamin E, uh, co coconut oil, a couple of other things, but they're super cute. And literally if you need to put them like on your, your feet, you know, where they're dry in between your session at the at the pedicure place. Um, since I'm not doing toes, I'm giving you guys a nourishing oil to get those calluses in line. Okay, because it's not cute, especially in the summer. Summer's coming. That's amazing. So, where can they? When are you gonna have them? And where can they find you? So, um, I'm at Vida de Lizzie. That's where you're gonna see all my stuff. And then I'm hoping to get these out to you guys by April before summer hits. So. <laughs> look out for my nourishing oil we'll start your wait list because i want to get on that wait list i already told you you know there's another girl that keeps competing with me as your customer but we're gonna see about that <laughs> i know no i already she's always getting new nails i was like oh she got new nails i want new nails <laughs> i know and we just gave you that tip keep all your nails because you can mix and match do not throw away your nails Keep right. them in a cute little box or container and you can literally reuse and match them with different and create your own like set. Totally. Yeah. I keep them in a, a singing bowl, a little singing <laughs> bowl. So I had lost one and then I, I found it this morning. I was like, yay. So now I have all like I can match with the other sets. So yeah. yes, she does custom nails. Guys are gorgeous. Beautiful. She's literally comes out of the heart space. I don't know how she does this, but amazing. Thank so make sure you guys follow her, Vida de Lizzie. Is it D-E that? No, it's D and then the number three. That's what I thought. It's Vida D and then number three, Lizzie, L-I-Z-Y. L-I-Z-Z-Y. Oh, Z-Z-Y. Just <laughs> Lizette Thomas. <laughs> and, hey, aren't you doing a giveaway right now too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you yeah, for yeah, my yeah, yeah, hey guys. Mm -hmm. So let me put my, my handle. I'm right. going to put it on the post, Vida de Lizzie. Um, and yeah, I'm doing a giveaway, a whole press on starter kit. So you get your, your sizing kit. Um, so you get to size your nails. Once you size your nails, I keep your sizes. So you don't have to keep sending me that. You just tell me what you want and I'll have you in my books. Um, so you get the sizing kit and then you get a, a custom press on set. Um, so you're going to get to experience the press ons which are like, it looks like acrylics, really. Um, yeah, and then you get your little, your little um, manicure, inst you know, application kit, which comes with like a buffer, the nail glue, a cuticle pusher, like all that cute stuff to put the nails on, nail glue, everything is there. And then you're also going to get one of my cuticle oils. This one's the pen. Um, so it's on the go if you're out, like... You don't know them. Okay. Whether you have nails on or not, oil your cuticles, okay? Oil your cuticles. It's, it's dry hands, like these little, little skins that pull back. 
they hurt and they're not cute so oil your damn cuticles okay <laughs> so in this giveaway you just have to go into my page and then you'll just tag a couple women and and then um you repost the giveaway and you get entered it closes on spring equinox saturday closed okay? at what time um i'm probably gonna leave it till like three o'clock okay 238 i feel is like the one spring equinox <laughs> goes <laughs> goes through so um spring equinox saturday closes which is tomorrow and then i'll announce the winner live on sunday so you have to make sure that you're following me so you know if you won or not but yes yay and i already entered so yes. and so when right like yeah you can i mean if the cards are in your favor <laughs> no, i might have to do a special mantra for that <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ladies. So make sure you follow her, Vida de Lizzie, and you can order your own custom set nails. They're amazing. They're game changers. You just feel more fabulous. I didn't have time to put them on. I was like, can you give me five more minutes so I can put them on? But you feel fabulous. You put them on, and they stay on forever, like two weeks. Yeah. Like, like what in the world? And I'm very, like, I wash dishes. You know, I, I mop. I do things like that. <laughs> so, so I'm very rough with them. But yeah, you guys got to check her out. They're amazing and I love them so much. And another thing that you could be doing tomorrow in the spring equinox is taking my training, which is a free training that you can take. The link is going to be in the bio as well as down here if you're listening to the podcast. Hey, find out more about the inner child wounds. Find out more about ancestral karma. What is the SWC method that we always talk about? Check it out by going into that. And you'll find out more about our community. That's more about our membership. The Sovereign Woman Academy that Lizzie was talking about has not launched yet. It is very transformative. I'm so glad that you described it the way you described it because it, it will provoke you to transform and change. And so that's it's launching soon, ladies. That's a group coaching program versus Satori, which is the membership, which is what that training is about but i will let you all know as soon as the academy has launched i'm very excited i have so much clarity I had to do my own shadow work the last couple of months as i revamped it like i was sharing, sharing with you lizzie because if you're teaching something then you better be aware of your own shit <laughs> so so uh it has been very transformative for me it has changed me in ways that i can't even imagine you and i've also i've been uh, working with one-on-ones to work with the modules and and stuff like that so it's been amazing so i'm excited for that as soon as that launches so stay tuned lots of exciting things remember the momentum is picking up here we go walking into our purpose wishing you all a fabulous spring equinox lizzie i hope you have a blast with your husband on this um, marriage retreat that's amazing so amazing thank you for being amazing and i love you and ladies we will catch you again on Monday for a whole new week of Sarum podcast show. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> okay. I love you so much and have a blessed time. Thank you. Bye. TJ. We love you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.